This episode of Survivor Angels is happening at Palmer House, probably the most haunted location in the state of Minnesota, in Sinclair Lewis's hometown of Sauk Center. We are going to talk supernatural with kids and angels with two very special guests. Stay tuned. It's time for Survivor Angels, an approach to strengthen trauma survivors. Here, you can escape what draws negativity and engage your positive abilities and the gifts that you've always had. Let's activate your angels. And to help you on that journey, here's Chaplain Jody. I have the very great pleasure of sitting here with two awesome now friends. I can call them friends. Absolutely. Brian Murray and Rochelle Stratton. You probably know them from Ghost Hunters uh, and from Conjuring House and Sleepless Unrest. And how many Riverbend paranormal investigations have you done? I have no idea. Probably a few hundred over yeah. the years. It's been around, yeah. Riverbend paranormal has been around since yeah. 2007. Okay. So, so well, okay. how long have you been doing paranormal investigations, Brian? Probably close to 25 years. Okay, and Rochelle? Um, since I was in my 20s, I'll let you guys figure it out. Okay, we'll do the math later. <laughs> 60 years. <laughs> I'm aging like curdled milk over here. <laughs> Don't talk to me about it. <laughs> you look great. <laughs> um, so, so, I've heard your story several times. Yeah. But people who are listening maybe haven't heard your story. Okay. So, Brian, because you have probably the longest history with paranormal investigations. How did you get into this? What prompted you? So I went to basically go on a date with this girl. I brought my buddy, Matt, who was also the co-founder of Urban Paranormal. Okay. So we go to her house. Um, we're down in the basement and her mother, she goes to the restroom. Her mother comes in as a tray of drinks. She bends over to put the drinks on the table and behind her was a man standing there. Grayish figure. He looked at me and Matt. He turned and he walked and went away. So I did what I thought was probably the best thing to do at that point, And that was uh, we just looked at Matt and said, so I'm good here. Let's go ahead and leave. Right? And we left. Um, I haven't talked to the girl since. Never talked to her again. Um, oh, her, ha yeah, her house was uh, the village of the damned at that point. So. I say this every single time he tells us right. He ghosted her. Talked to ghost her. <laughs> Straight up ghosted her. But I left. Appropriate. When I left, it scared me. I never really believed in any paranormal. Didn't even think about that stuff. I saw it with my own two eyes from five feet away. Left. I didn't even talk to Matt on the way home. We can talk. So about 10 days later, called me up. He's like, hey, man, let's talk about it. I said, okay saw a guy disappear in front of us. He said exactly what I saw. From that point on, because I was scared, I had to figure it out. So I started watching anything I could, reading back when I used to read, because I don't know more. Yeah, but kind of going cycles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would read anything that I could, and I started watching like the show Sightings, Unsolved Mysteries, things like that. Um, I had to figure it out. Essentially, that first experience is what I'm still trying to figure out. 
So every place that I've been, everything that I've done in the paranormal really leads back to that moment because it terrified me. I want to be able to tell people and help people who had that experience or had an experience and got spooked that, hey, man, it's okay. You just got to figure it out. And it's taken me this far to figure it out. I still haven't, but I got more of a grasp on it. So that's my story. Just stick here. Yep, and then we started our own team. Nice. How long ago did you start Riverbank? 2007. 2007. I got out of the Marine Corps um, before I got out. That's funny because my wife looked at me. She said, hey, there's this paranormal TV show on television. we got to watch it tonight. I know you'll love this stuff. Um, it happened to be Ghost Hunters. So, Full circle. yeah, it's weird. right? So I'm watching this show, and I was like, I'm thinking, these guys are plumbers. They're just regular Joes. I can do this. I can do this. Yeah. Messaged him, got on there. Um like on the computer, whatever, started talking to me, and he said, basically, let's start it. I said, I'm moving home in six months. Let's get our stuff together and figure out what we're going to do, and then that's how it started. We went on an investigation, just him and I, and I've uh, been doing it ever since. How many are in the Riverbend Paranormal Team? There's 12 right now. Okay. And then we also have an Indiana branch as well. Oh, nice. So in the Alton branch, we have 12. How many are originals? Me and Matt. Okay. would be the only originals. Um, we've had up to 20 members at, at, at a time before, and I've probably had close to 50 people that's been a part of it. Interesting. Yep. But I'm still semi-friends with. They still contact me, still want to know, you know, like, hey, I've got this situation, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm going to come back to that. I remember to come back to that. You did hey, that. Michelle, how did you get into this whole thing? So I had my first paranormal experience when I was eight years old. I woke up in the middle of the night to someone standing at the foot of my bed. They were dressed in period clothing. They had a bonnet on. Um, it scared me. I told my mother about it and she didn't believe me. And then the following night, my sister saw the same person at the foot of her bed, which my sister knew nothing about my experience because she wasn't around when I told my mom. So when I, um, I was sitting there and it was, she described them the same way. My mom was like, okay, there might be something to this. But when, like, she wasn't going to feed into it because she's like, I have two young children that aren't going to sleep if I'm like, oh, it's a ghost versus it's your imagination. Like, you probably watch too many scary movies type thing. Um, so that happened. And then when I got older in my 20s, me and my sister started investigating. I know, right? <laughs> not telling anyone. You can figure it out online. That doesn't really matter. I'm not really hiding it. I just super don't feel like saying it. Super old. Super. Actually, I don't actually. I have to verify with my husband how old I am. <laughs> I forget. I lose the eight years. That's okay. But um, when got my twenties, me and my sister started going to investigations and doing things, and she reached like she contacted me one day and she's like, "Hey, I found this paranormal team in our area that I'm thinking about joining." Do you want to come? And I said, no, you go. And if it's not a cult, maybe I'll tag along the next time. Good choice. And she's like, okay. So she went. She had a great time. She told me about Brian. So funny. That's the co-founder. I was like, cool. I was like, can I come? She's like, yeah, let me just check with him. I was like, okay. She comes back to tell me. Um, yeah, Brian said, no, we have enough people. And I said, okay, hey. we'll ask him again. And then the next day she said, yeah, I still said no. Like, 
And I said, ask again. And I said, for crying out loud, there's enough ghosts to go around. I don't have to join the team. I just want to come and investigate. Like, I don't have to be a member. And she's like, okay, well, I'll ask. So I'm very persistent. And I wouldn't let him tell my sister no. And I wasn't taking no for an answer. I'm also the baby in the family. So I'm kind of like, if you don't let me come, I'm going to tell mom. <laughs> type of thing. Because, I mean, I'm used to being told no when you're the youngest. You can't come with us. You can't hang out with us. I'm not going anywhere. I'm coming. <laughs> so I uh, finally broke him down and let me come. And now he's my best friend. And I like to remind him that he didn't even want me. I mean, this is all true. I had enough people at that time. She I, I, she may have been late the first time I was supposed to meet her. I don't know. But I was not late. I was up. <laughs> you were late. I was upstairs investigating. I yes, came downstairs. They're like, he's not here yet. I was like, okay. Met her. Uh-huh. Started hanging out. Started investigating with her. He let me on the team. Let her on the team. Then I realized pretty much uh, I'm not going to do this if she's not there. So, nice. Yeah. There we are. Right. And it's crazy because we talk about our lives and there is an age difference between us, a significant age difference between us. Both. I'm really feeling my age today. So I just have to keep bringing it up. But, um, the amount of times that we cross paths and then realize it is crazy. Really? Yes. There's so many times that he he worked at my high school, like he was repairing concrete. I remember people repairing concrete. And he was like, I did that. And I was like, I walked by you and probably looked at you like, ew. There's why are you so dirty? <laughs> yeah. You smell. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> he used to come into a video store that I worked at all the time uh-huh. used to go to the pool that I was a lifeguard at. Yeah. We had crossed paths several times. Yes. Yeah. A few. Yeah. And uh-huh. just never. Even... I guess until the time is right. Yeah. It's all about timing. Everything mm-hmm. happens for a reason. Yeah, absolutely. And this is where we're at now. So mm-hmm. I got to I got to have her. <laughs> I mean, and keep him alive. She does most of the time. Yes. Between, I have been witness between, to that. Yes, <laughs> between Michelle Murray and her, they're, yeah, they keep me pretty much alive. But mm-hmm. in line. Yes. Yeah. It, it's, it's either her and Michelle or the Marine Corps, one of the, they all read that. Yes. And I don't know who, Michelle probably does it the most. Right. Yes. Yeah. Which would be right. You're, yeah. Close second. Yeah. You're, it's, you're close. One day he called me and he's like, I want to know something. He says, why is it when I'm fighting with you, Michelle asks me what I did. And he's like, but when I'm fighting with Michelle, you ask me what I did. And he's like, why do you never assume it's the other person? And I'm like, because we both know you. It's difficult. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, your families are both, they're, they're close. Yeah. 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 You have two kids. Yes. You I have two kids. Yes. So your kids basically have no yeah. doing this since the day they were born. Correct? Or close? I feel like. Yours definitely have. Um, at least for the last six, seven years. I mean, they were real young. Right. So, I mean, my boys have known that I've been doing it for a long. They've actually went on investigations with me. I was going to ask that. And okay. I know that, like, our kids go to the same school. Uh-huh. Um, our kids have played on the same sports teams. My husband and Brian actually coached the flag football team that both of our boys are yep. on. Sweet. Yeah. I just worked out with Chris a couple days ago. 
So, I mean, yeah. we're all friends. I we go to our family. I yeah. go visit Michelle at work all the time, at her work all yeah. the time. I just stop in to say hi. Mo- mainly just to pretty. or tell on me. Or tell on him. Yes. Or say, um, Brian's being a really big dick today. You know what's happening? <laughs> She's like, I know, right? Michelle called and she says, we're not talking to her. What's going on there? You should call her right now. Yeah, I tell on him. <laughs> I actually will say, do not make me involve Michelle with this. Because... We know whose side she's taking. <laughs> when we would get done shooting the Ghost Hunters episodes, we'd be out for several weeks. Uh-huh. We would come to the airport, and my wife would pick us up. Sometimes Chris would pick us up. When Michelle did, when we got off the plane, grabbed her bags, she didn't hug me. She went right to Michelle, right past me. And I'd just be like, hey, okay. Good. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Okay. Is that good? good? I will let you know right now, my husband always hugs me before he says hi to Brian. Yeah, he does. <laughs> so he does. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what about your kids? Um, my kids, I didn't really, I feel like they've known I've done it, but I didn't really talk to them about it. Like when it was just my hobby, it's like, well, mom's going to go do her hobby for a little bit, and then I'll be home. Okay. And then slowly, like after I joined Riverbend, paranormal and I was on a team then they knew that I did these things and they were just like okay and then I got they were like okay yeah uh-huh ghosts which I'm like you are children you know nothing about this you might know more actually because they're very sensitive <laughs> like, what? yes um but then got on ghost hunters and they were like okay so now my youngest he's seven he tells people I'm a ghost buster I'm like a ghost hunter and then um yeah, they, I've never brought on an investigation. Um, my youngest would go. He has no fear whatsoever. He loves horror, like, loves it. My oldest, he thinks it's cool, but he's like, eh, I'll let you do with that. It's kind of how my oldest is. Uh-huh. And how old is your oldest? 13. And yours? 15. 15, okay. But I will say that my kids are not scared of monsters or the dark or anything because they're like, I told them, I was like, listen, everything's scared of mom, okay? Like, I talk to all this stuff. They're not coming in here. Trust me. If they come anywhere, they're coming to my room. I'm like, so don't come in my room trying to sleep in my bed because they are always hanging out in there. <laughs> I have, like, three monsters in my closet at all times. <laughs> Ghosts. So, now, because your boys have been on investigations with you, when did you know it was the right time to take them with you? I actually didn't want them to be scared. Okay. Of what dad's out there doing. Right. So I literally just said, hey, I'm going to go to a place, Mineral Springs, that we've investigated several times. I'm going to walk them through and show them it's not what you think. Things are coming through the walls. Things are chasing us. I want you to just see what we do. Show them that respect level that I give the entities. Teach them to do it that way. And then let them voice their own opinions. I don't... If they don't want to do it, they don't have to. But I want them to know that when I go out and do something, that they're not, I'm not in danger. And yeah. they shouldn't be scared. Right. My kids have had some experiences at the house sometimes, like a little bit ago. And I didn't act like it was a scary thing. I said, oh, you saw something? I said, well, what did it look like? I didn't tell them that it was in their head or anything like that. That was a big thing about, well, I think, other than the adrenaline rush. But the big right. reason I got into it is because when I first told my mom that I had called something, 
she brushed it off and didn't believe me. So my big thing is I don't want people to not have anyone that believes them. Right. So I want to be the person that believes that something may have happened that you can't explain. Let's try to figure it out. And who more important than mom or dad? Yeah. So when yeah. my kids experience something, I'll talk to them about what they saw. I'm like, okay, well, what? hey, is anyone here? So like, I've never brought them on an investigation. Sometimes investigations come to us right. and then we just deal with it then. But I wouldn't mind bringing them on. Well, we've done kids investigations before yeah right especially if it's a place that we have been before and i know the type of activity that mm -hmm. it has um then i would feel perfectly fine i don't think i would take my children to a location that i had never been before right just because i want to make sure that that it is mama bear wants to be in control yeah keep them safe right yeah that's mama bear that's yeah. what mama bears do absolutely mama bears like suck it up It'll be all right. Yeah, your boys. Right, right. Yeah, I have boys too. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> okay, so at this point, Jax, you want to come on over? We have over, bud. We have we have someone here with us, who Jax is six. Come on over. Come over here, Jax, and stand between Rochelle and Bryant, right in here. Yeah, because right you here. know these guys, Give right? There you what go. Jax is six, and Jax has investigated with Brian and Rochelle here at Plover House. One of the best paranormal investigators I've seen. You like doing it too, don't you, Jax? What do you, what do you like about it? Speak up nice and loud. Uh, I like when they, um, they talk to us. Does that happen a lot? The last it's, time we were here, well, we I was had some crazy activity downstairs, didn't we? Mm -hmm. Can you tell them what happened? Well, we heard a little ghost scream. Yeah. Ah. Here's the thing that was crazy about it. We hear this scream, okay, in between me and Jack. I'm more like, what was that? And he's more like, hey. <laughs> like, it yeah. didn't bother him. Remember that? It didn't bother him at all. He no. just like, okay. No, it didn't, it didn't bother me. It, it, bothered, it didn't bother you, it bothered me. No, <laughs> you, uh, I think you handled it a lot better than no. I At six years old, you know what I'd be doing? Right. Running up the stairs, looking for my pillow. You probably have to change his pants. <laughs> so now, there's, there's somebody who is pretty special and pretty close to you. Who told me today that yesterday, wasn't it yesterday, Joy, that uh, he had his experience? Last, last month. Oh, last month. Last month when you were here, Jax, mm -hmm. and you were downstairs. Yeah, and I heard, I heard a little bit of screaming two times. And what did you think when you heard that? Uh, I, I, I had goosebumps. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. That's probably my first time being here having goosebumps. Yeah. But that made it really fun, didn't it? Yeah, because two of you heard it. And on my recorder, it only said one screen. But you caught it on the recorder, too. Mm -hmm. What's good about that is that you had your recorder on, right? Yeah. Sometimes people forget to turn on recorders. In Their one, names are Brian and Michelle. In one time, um, or Brian. One, Mostly Michelle. One time, um, I was on, I was on a tour with Gmon, 
in them. The girls were yelling at her because the lights were on. Oh, they don't like to investigate with the lights on? No. And, um, it was the... I forgot what it's called again. Well, maybe we can help you out. What does it look like? When you put put over the pen and I like that. The rim pod? Yeah. Ah. It it like went off and off and off again. Yeah. And like, Gmo, they're yelling at you. (laughs) Do they yell at Gmo a lot? Not really. Not really? Not really? Just when she has the lights on? Yes. Okay. So now she doesn't. Awesome. Yeah. So are you ready to investigate with Brian and Rochelle and us now this weekend? Yeah, but a long time ago, Gina believed me, but no one else does. Why, Mike? Because we were in the snowman room, and I, and I saw a snowman's arm, and it was going up. Going really? up? Mm-hmm. I believe you. That's also a claim here. Yes. Right. The snowman yeah. like moves his arm, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Just once. Just once. Just once. But you actually saw it happen. Yes. That's awesome. And no one else believes me. I believe you. I believe you. They mm-hmm. think it's in my imagination. I don't believe you. Nope. Nope. You're and, good. Um, I'm so scared by a snowman. Yeah, so you had the best view. You were mm-hmm. closest to that. Yeah, because it was still on the tour after the, after the lights went on. Mm-hmm. After the lights went off. They were in the snowman room. Then, um, and then we, um, then me and, and then me and someone to work for saw a person. Yeah. In the shadows. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna tell you right now, you handle it a lot more better than most grown adults would. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So you keep doing that, Jax. Yeah. And I'm really glad that you came over to talk to us. So thank you very much. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, yeah. All right. I can't wait to go out there again tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I would force my hug on you, but I don't want people to see that you hate my guts. <laughs> Can I have a hug? Uh, okay. That's enough. All right. Thanks, Jack. See you, buddy. Thank you. All right. See you. That's awesome. Thanks, Gmaw. Awesome. Yeah, thanks, Gmaw. He's awesome. He is. He's wonderful. He's great. Um, the first time we came here, he would not even talk to me. He just ran away from me. So I keep, I'm forcing my love on him. <laughs> I'm like, you will like me. Brian did like me at first either. Yeah. And look now. So where theme. is that? So it's like you're playing hard to get. Get it. Right. Right. I'll hold out. It's fine. Yes. Yes. Okay. So now that I remember to circle back. Okay. Okay. So I have a gerbil that jumps. In case you hadn't noticed. It's like. Pee, pee. I thought you meant like a real gerbil. I, I was like, did you bring it? Okay. No, yeah. it's up here. Oh, okay. Uh, right. Yeah. Does uh, it stay on the wheel ever? Or? Ask Jeff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So you said you probably had 50 people that have rotated mm-hmm. out of, in and out of Riverbend. Mm-hmm. Why, why did they leave? I'm just curious because, I mean, this stuff is. I think that sometimes life just steps in the way. Okay. Hectic. That's fair. Because a lot of the times, like, people had job changes. Some people moved. Um, or if there had a baby. Right. A lot like, of that. Uh-huh. Or if there were... was a goal, like, they had a goal. They wanted to do three or four investigations, get that fear out of the way. Or right. they met that limit that they 
set up, you know, you just sure. put it out there. Like, I want to do this. And then when I get to this experience, I've done what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. They've done something like the that. majority of the time, it's family stuff. It's that their lives have started to get hectic, that they can't find time to do it. Right. So a lot of them, you know, had a baby and they're yeah. talking. Well, we've all had your life. You're, yes. you're busy. Yes. Absolutely. So, basically what it was. Nobody really ever left because they just were tired of doing it. Right. Yeah. It was more. Um, Priority kind of, shifted. Yeah. Yeah. Which is understandable. And we don't have hard feelings. Like we were saying, or like Brian was saying, still talk to people. A lot. And, a lot. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's it. Yeah. Well, and I want you say that, that, Everybody kind of brings a new thing in yes. investigations, too, because everybody's different. Yes. Um, brings new stuff to investigations. The dynamic of the team changes. Right. And also, sometimes you have a solid group of people that are doing something. Bringing in new people helps a ton because it's not as stale. We're going in, we're doing the same thing, we're doing the same thing. Sure. This new person comes in, and when Rochelle showed up, after the fourth or fifth time, I didn't want her. We finally accepted her. Um, she flipped your world upside down, man. She fell down some stairs, and I was like, ah! Yeah. When she showed up, honestly, I had gotten to the point where it's the same stuff. Uh-huh. I'm not having as much fun with it. It's not as important to me to be out there to do it. I've done everything that I've wanted to do. Nice. She shows up, started to get fun again. Um, and it like revamped that feeling. Man, I got to do this. This is fun. Yes, I will say she was probably the one that did that. I don't want to give her a big head. When Shauna, wherever Shauna's at, she's there. Shauna. She brought a whole new element uh-huh. to the team when she joined. She basically runs it now. Yeah, nice. Without way to go, Shauna. Yeah. Way to go. She also runs us. She does run us. She's always got to keep you to it. If, if I could just yeah. be honest. She's a chaos coordinator. Yes. She tells us Every where to go and what we're supposed we to be doing. Are we saying anything right? <laughs> I thought it was but the towels just go. <laughs> Is it okay if I drink this water? <laughs> <laughs> to be continued. Part two promises to be fun, too. Thanks again for joining Chaplain Jody on Survivor Angels. For more information, go to chaplainjody.me. That's chaplainjody.me. And on Facebook at Survivor Angels Chaplain Jody. Sound effects for the show created by Andre Opate and provided by Pixbay. This is Dave Schrader. Until next time, sending you off to activate your angels.